Welcome back to the Pacific Index Podcast. After a rough semester, we are finally ready to start this podcast up again. So keep an eye out on our website, packindex.com, and our Instagram at packindex for our latest episodes. This week on the Pacific Index Podcast, writer Jasmine Henning talks with Jefferson Van Dommelen, a veteran student at Pacific University, about why it's important for college campuses to have a resource center for veterans and what he hopes to start through civic engagement. I'll turn it over to them for their conversation, but first, a moment to thank our sponsors. The Pacific Index Podcast is sponsored by the College of Business at Pacific University, the Pacific University Department of Theater and Dance, and Anchor FM. For more information and links to our sponsors' websites, please visit packindex.com sponsors. And now, over to Jazz and Jonathan. Hello, everyone. My name is Jasmine Henning from the Pacific Index, talking to Jefferson Van Dommelen, and we're discussing resources for veterans here on the Pacific campus. So... Welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Jefferson. I'm a veteran student here at Pacific. I was a transfer student from Portland Community College. I served in the Army for almost five years and then decided to utilize my educational benefits that I received from the military to go to school. So I'm studying sociology, psychology, and philosophy. Why did you choose to study sociology? Did it have anything to do with your background as a veteran? Uh, not so much as a veteran, no, but wanna, I want to get into law, so sociology and philosophy really kind of connect with studying law. So uh, Any specific branch of law? No, we're still figuring that out. I'd like to do policy reform. Criminal law would be cool, too. We'll see. It's still thinking quite a bit ahead, so. Yeah, yeah. so I understand right now there is no resources for veterans on mm. campus. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so we definitely have a lack of resources for veterans, and I worked at the Veteran Resource Center over at Portland Community College, and I'm still a VA work-study student working over there to help provide veteran students with information on what resources are available to them and how they can take advantage of those resources, because a lot of us, at least for myself, while I was in the Army, we weren't told about everything that we really got once we transition back to civilian life. So not really understanding what I had available to me. And, you know, it it prevented me from taking advantage of what I had. And then once I figured it out, it's like, wow, this is a cool opportunity. I definitely need to take it. So basically at uh, Portland Community College, they have veteran resource centers on each campus. And then we had a veteran newsletter, which I was the editor of for almost two years. And I know myself, along with some other veteran transfer students, would really like to see some similar resources here at Pacific. So Justin Lee is one of the people who's working on getting a veteran resource center here on campus. And I know there's another student, um, Jonathan Salisbury, who's working really hard on getting some different veteran stuff going as well, helping Justin with with the, the veteran resource center, as well as maybe making a veterans club, something along those lines to connect to those of us who share these past experiences with each other. Yeah, and do you know how many students right now on campus are veterans, or can you make like an approximate <laughs> guess for us? I have no idea. If I knew, if I, knew I would tell you, but I do not know off the top of my head. I, I don't you know, want to give you a bad number. Also, on top of that, the school doesn't keep track of how many students are veterans. They keep track of how many students are using veteran benefits. So sometimes when you're in the military, you can 
decide to give your educational benefits to like your spouse or to you know your significant other or or a child. So there's a bunch of different people that actually utilize veteran resources, some of which might not even be veterans, but it's so cool because we're all connected. Um, these veteran veteran resources, would you like them to extend to people who are like family members or like children or spouses? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So basically like the point of, so what, what I'm doing right now, and it's for my civic engagement project is I'm trying to make a, almost like an informational website with like bi-weekly or even weekly posts, kind of similar to a newsletter. Currently it's, it's still, we're, we're still working on it and nothing's set in stone yet. But we, we do have the website. We have a couple stories on there. And we want to get it to a point to where it can be a resource that veteran students and even other folks as well who might be utilizing veteran benefits or maybe even not using veteran benefits but want to educate themselves on veteran students or, you know, how the VA might work. Because, you know, some people might choose to join the military after college. There's quite a few folks who, who decide to do that and go the commissioned route through the military. And, you know, it, it can be a really valuable resource that could probably help out quite a few people. A lot of people don't know what benefits they're entitled to, not just inside of education, but outside of education, how a VA home loan works if you're looking to buy a house, which, you know, after college, a lot of people want to buy a house, you know, how, you know, different grants and scholarship opportunities and internships. And there's so many different things that are available that, you know, we don't know about. And I mean, well, some people know about it, but it's not as easy to access information on all of these things. You have to go to (laughs) different websites for everything. And it gets really confusing. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of Put everything in, in one in one location and uh, try and help Pacific students who are veterans know that you know there's other veteran students here and you know you're not alone and there's all kinds of different things that the VA and that, that Pacific itself does opportunities that arise you know for us and it'd be cool if we would have a place to be able to go and, and find those things so you know they'd probably be taken advantage of more often. Also, this is something that I'd like to integrate with Portland Community College as well and other colleges nearby because, I mean, a lot of veterans, when we get out of the military, like going, a lot of us joined because we didn't think we would be able to become successful inside of the academic system. So we generally start out going to community college because it's it's easier. It's At least it's said to be easier. And that's what most people do. It's It's cheaper. You know, most of us come from a lower socioeconomic class compared to people who have the opportunity to go to college. A lot of people don't get that opportunity. I mean, I myself joined the military so I could go to college because I I wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. And, you know, (laughs) we we look at our peers, we look at people we know. And if we see that, you know, folks that we went to college or high school with or whatever started at community college or people who we live by or interact with on a daily basis started at this point, you know, it seems like that's the point to start at. So a lot of us do. And it's not a bad thing to start at community college for sure. It's definitely, it's, it's really, it, I think it definitely makes the transition a little easier, but afterwards, a lot of us tend to just follow suit, you know, and, and we'll go to the same place that we see our classmates going for our, to finish our undergraduate degrees and go to maybe different schools that, that friends or family went to and whatnot. And, you know, originally I didn't even see Pacific as an option because it's really expensive. Um, compared to some other schools out there. But, you know, it's a cool private school and, and you get a, a smaller, more, I guess, uh, fuck. 
this stuff. Like, oh my god, we can't leave that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You, you can cut that out. Um, I'm trying to think. Actually, of the word. I don't think we'll care that much. No, don't, 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 don't have me say fuck, please. Um, um, it's more of a like community. Yeah, yeah, for that's, sure. Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. tight knit. You know, you stick with the same professor for professors over professors, and over again. Yeah. Professors. <laughs> but yeah. yes, that's also why me as a transfer student from community college kind of picked this place because it was smaller, and I feel like you get a much more personalized educational experience yeah so walk me through oh one second i had one other thing i wanted to touch on what on that. can i pause it so with pacific yeah you can if you wanted to oh, go but... ahead <laughs> we'll cut it <laughs> so with pacific it's a smaller like you said a more tight-knit community and it just is more appealing to me and, and i'm sure a lot of the students here and, and some of those being veteran students but with the cost of um, attending the school, it's a lot more than I think a lot of us, you know, it's kind of scary looking at that number, you know, especially uh, when, you know, you're not used to that, I guess. <laughs> Pacific has this really cool program called the Yellow Ribbon Program. So basically they make it to where veterans can come. And even though Pacific is more expensive than like a state school, through the Yellow Ribbon Program, they'll match what our GI Bill pays for, make it to where we don't have to pay to attend the school. So it's really cool in that way because it allows for veteran students who might not have thought they could go to a college like this, a private college, a smaller college, more expensive college, but they make the opportunity available so we can do it. We, we can come here and, and we can attend. And I mean, they make it really easy. Like it, it was a pretty smooth transition for myself, but a lot of people don't know about that. And they don't know that they could come to, you know, this school after community college. So I think kind of almost linking the two together and being inclusive inside of kind of the resources and information and whatnot that I'd like to provide is key, not only in informing veteran students who are at Pacific, but potential future students who might be at a community college might not know that they could come here. You know, it might be defaulting to some other schools that they, you know, and, and other schools are great too, don't get me wrong, but, you know, it, it could definitely help educate people and, and make it to where they can make a better decision, not even just on this school, but maybe something else. Like, you know, there's so many different schools out there, but it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And then, so what branch of the military were you in again? The army? Yeah, I was in the army. Okay. Do you want to talk about some of the struggles you had as a veteran readjust, like adjusting to leaving the military and going to a college, both the community college and to Pacific? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think my transition, it was definitely pretty hard. I mean, you go from so much structure and having basically every second of every day planned for you and having to go about your your days and kind of doing everything in a particular manner that people aren't accustomed to in civilian life. All the trainings that we do, all, all, all of this different stuff, you know, a lot of folks deploy and there's a lot of preparation that goes into deploying. And then the deployments themselves are, you know, they can get pretty crazy. And I guess kind of just like going from all of this structure and all of this kind of, the army is like its own little world. You know, the military is like that, like not just the army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, Coast Guard, they're like their own little worlds and they have their own laws and they even have their own prisons and like their own, like 
<laughs> they're all like little towns, like fully functioning towns. Like when you go to military bases, it's kind of interesting and neat to kind of look at. And, uh, you know, going from that and coming where it's kind of a free-for-all. You could, you could do whatever you want when you get out and you're a civilian. You could, you know, live in an apartment or go live in a house or live in, in an RV or live, you know, off the grid. You could do whatever you want. You know, you could get a job wherever you want, wherever you can get it. You know, in the military, you're stuck with what it is you're doing and you're stuck for the entire length of your contract. And you can get so many different experiences. I mean, both within and without. But I don't know, the transition was hard for me. I have uh, ADHD and structure really helped me at least, like finding my own way of becoming successful inside of the military and whatnot and, you know, feeling accomplished in what I was doing because with the way that the structures provided, it, it worked really well with kind of me and how my brain works and whatnot. And then coming out and having all that freedom and being able to do whatever you want, like it is, is kind of intimidating. Like I didn't really know what to do, where to go, how to go about things. I mean, I ended up kind of like just bouncing around for a bit. I was like a bartender. I worked at Dutch Bros. And then I, I went and I, I was a technician and I did that for a while. And then, uh, yeah, I lived in Salem, Beaverton, Scappoose. I lived all over the place. And this is just in like a like a two year time frame. And then that's when I learned about kind of like the benefits that, you know, we could get. And I was like, oh, shoot, like I can finally find some stability and whatnot and like go to school and find a job that I'd actually enjoy doing and enjoy my time, you know? How did you originally learn about the benefits that you're entitled to. Honestly, I was just talking to a friend that I served with. We were both stationed at the same place, Fort Hood in Colleen, Texas. Yeah, I was talking to her and she told me about how she was going to school. She lives down in Las Vegas and uh, basically how cool it was that the army was paying for everything and taking care of it all for her. And uh, yeah, she told me like, hey, you should definitely go to school if you don't like what you're doing. You get paid to do it, you know? because the military gives you a housing allowance while you're going to school. So then I I just said, screw it. And I went, I drove from Salem up to the Rock Creek campus of Portland Community College and uh, kind of moseyed around until I found the Veteran Resource Center there. Um, and then there were people for me to talk to and people to kind of inform me on how things would go, how to go about registering for classes and enrolling and, and all of these things. And it, it made it's so much easier, you know. It'd be cool to have something like that here, you know, a place where veterans could go and, and get information and get help and have, you know, peers who've been through it and already already done these things that can kind of help and mentor and guide in, in different ways to, you know, ensure success and, and as easy a transition as possible because you know, it's pretty rough, like, not knowing what's going to happen or what you're going to do. Like, it's kind of scary, you know, and, like, not knowing the future is hard to make decisions because it's, you know, do you want to take the risk and try and go to school and possibly fail or keep being miserable at your current job? You know, like it's like it's scary, but, you know, you got to do it. And it well, you don't have to, but you should. <laughs> and, you know, it's just I'm really glad I took that step. And I hope that, I, you know, we can help other people take that step and, and find out that, you know, it's possible and, and you can do it, you know. Yeah. Um. So. I know that you probably know other veterans on campus, yes? I know a couple. I, yeah. So do you think they had the same struggle when getting out of the military? And is it like a common <clears throat> struggle yeah. getting out of the military, losing that structure, and then going, okay, where do I go now? Yeah. Yeah, it happens to just about everybody, you know? Some of us can take our time a little more than others. You know, I have two children, so it's like, <laughs> it's a little more difficult. And I know there's other veteran parents, too. And it's like... 
you know, when you have kids, you have to make sure that you can provide for them. Like right off the bat, you can't just, you know, say, shoot, I'm going to get out of the army and drive from Texas to Oregon and just hang out for a few months. You know, you got to make sure your kids are taken care of. So, yeah, it's scary. I know everybody I know that's a a veteran student went through a uh, pretty hard transition, some harder than others. You know, I know one of my friends at uh, PCC, he had a really rough transition because the Marine Corps was kind of screwing with him. He had applied for disability. He had on one of his deployments. Oh, is it working? Oh, shit. (laughs) My bad. So one of my friends over at uh, PCC on one of his deployments, he was blown up by an IED doing route clearance in Afghanistan. And he wasn't getting his VA disability when he first got out. And that was kind of screwing him because he was having to put so much effort into not only working, but being disabled and working and going to school and it was just burning him out. Uh, thankfully, he got it figured out finally. But, you know, some some people definitely have a worse worse experience than others. And, and the transition is, it definitely varies, you know. Certain folks can, I'm kind of rambling, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Ramble, <laughs> dude. Ramble, uh, this is your yeah. interview, this is your talk. Yeah, uh, sure. It's all good with me. This is very interesting. Yeah. So my next question is, and I know you're making the newsletter for different resources yeah. that they can access to, but what would you personally, what resources specifically addressing certain issues would you like to see available on campus for veterans? A place where we can gather, get together, talk, bond, like share our experiences, see one another. I mean, I only, to be completely honest with you, at Pacific, I only know of two other veterans other than myself, and I know there's a lot more out there. But we don't know. I mean, and part of that probably last year we were all on Zoom, so it's more difficult to uh, kind of connect and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, I'd like to a place where, you know, we can come together and help each other and meet each other and, you know. Trying to bond a bit. Bond, yeah, all that good stuff. And offer each other, like, support. Exactly. Like a community thing. Have, like, a nice space. like Because a lot of us bond through, like, trauma that we have endured mm-hmm. and not just trauma you know but we all have a commonality in our military service you know and it'd be cool to be able to you know see other people who are going through the same struggles that you know we've mm-hmm. gone through and and you can find different ways to overcome these struggles and, and overcome different points of adversity that that you know we've experienced you know whether it's academically or or not you know we're all people and connecting with one another is you know a big part of how we socialize. We're very social beings, so. I find it really interesting, actually, that they don't have a veterans resource on campus because they basically do for every other group, really. So it's really interesting to me that we don't have it. And it's, I mean, I'm guessing it's probably because they don't feel like there's a demand for it. No, uh, a lot of it, actually, they almost had one. I know Justin was working really hard Mm -hmm. two years ago to get one, get a resource center put together and, you know, build that sort of community that, you know, a lot of us would like to have here at Mm -hmm. Pacific. But then with COVID, everything kind of got complicated Mm -hmm. and things got stalled because, you know, during COVID, why would we make a resource center if students aren't even here? You know what I mean? Like we're not even coming here for classes. And most veteran students don't live on campus because a lot of us have families and, you know, yeah. (laughs) So a lot of us are older too, like, yeah. And then, so you're working on a website to make yeah. like, it's almost like a newsletter blog type thing, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what, I know you're thinking about adding resources, but what are you planning specifically to have on the website? Like, so I have, so I can actually show it to you. 
but I will not, describe what is on the screen not, for not, the listeners. Post it. No, <laughs> not yet. It's not done. We're still working. Okay. It should be cool. This might take me a, a second. No, you're good. You're good. It's really cool that you're doing that. Yeah, this is really interesting. Actually, they were really excited when I brought this up. They're like, oh my gosh, you got to go get that story. That's so interesting. I'm like, I know. I've never even thought about it before. And I'm sure there's a lot of students on campus who don't even think about like, you know, the veterans on campus, which sounds horrible, but also most people come here straight from either community college or straight from high school. Yeah. And a lot of them don't know any veterans, of course. Yeah. Or a lot of them do and they don't know that we're veterans. You know, yeah. most people are surprised when I tell them that I'm a vet. So here's what we have so far. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's very bare bones. Right. We have some goals up there and what we want to do. Sorry, I was about to burp. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to read them, but then I felt like, like I said, I we're going to cut like yeah. a bunch out. Oh, Don't I worry about know. it. So we have like that our frontline goals are helping student veterans gain essential information that will give them an advantage in the civilian sector, helping student veterans maximize their educational opportunities, giving student veterans opportunity and guiding them towards financial resources, Pointing student veterans towards healthy lifestyles and subject matter experts in mental and physical well-being. So then we have a little resource page where we talk about, there's a couple different foundations that we have, some resources from the editor that I provided that are like, so if we open this up, you know, there's different mm -hmm. tutoring programs that are available, counseling, crisis counseling, how to contact like a veteran benefits office and veteran um, service officers. And then obviously those of whom within the different counties having the crisis lines for them, mm -hmm. um, as well as the veterans crisis line. And yeah, just pretty standard stuff. I mean, it's not really complicated because we don't really have anything yet. You know, we're still getting it ready, putting it yeah, together. Yeah, we're getting everything together and... I'm going to be having a meeting with uh, Justin Lee and, and some other folks. Stephanie Stockmer will be in the meeting and then uh, some other folks as well. I don't know off the top of my head who, so I apologize if you're going to be there and I didn't mention your name. <laughs> About basically where we're just basically getting the okay that, you know, this is going to be something cool and that, you know, we're going to be ready to go and, and get everything up and running. <clears throat> but, you know, for now, it's we're just working on, you know, getting this stuff where it needs to be. And then also we're working on finding some folks who'd like to volunteer in terms of like things like what you're doing, like with, with journalism, you know, writing different stories about, about veterans and That was exactly resources. what I was just about to ask. I'm yeah. like, I was like, are you looking for like student volunteers and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Like there's a lot of volunteer opportunities that come with this. And like, you know, from editors to, you know, writers, to even folks who are looking to do like social media management, stuff like that, you know, there's a ton of different ways that we can go about doing this as well as like even helping in other realms. Like, you know, Justin's getting that, trying to get the, the Veteran Resource Center put together. And I know that. So you need volunteers for like events and when they get that up, if they get that up and going, then you want like volunteers for like events and yeah, yeah, yeah. helping run the center. Yeah. Basically, I'll, I don't know if I'll, I'll, I probably won't be involved with that because I graduate this year. But with the newsletter, it'll be more like writers and, and mm -hmm. editors and people if they want to take photography or do interviews or do like, you know, it'd be cool to be able to um, talk to some other student veterans. Because, I mean, like what we just talked about earlier, I mean, I am a student veteran and I only know of two other student veterans like that's kind of sad I feel like you know yeah, I feel like there's probably more than we think oh I know, um, I know. there's probably more I will see 
because they want me to turn this into like a paper news story. So I yeah. will talk. I can to... actually, I can, I can get the number from Justin. He actually was going to give me the. Yeah. Well, you can get it later because I want to interview him separate yeah, yeah, yeah. as well for the story. But yeah, that's actually so cool. I think it's a really great thing to have. It's probably I can even imagine trying to switch from. Most people don't even know what it's like. Yeah, so what are you most excited about in this project? I'd say the thing I'm most excited about is being able to get students together and provide a resource and, and different information and whatnot to other students and to potential students. Because it's not just going to be for students who are here now, you know, but students who might be looking at coming here in the future or, you know, just like students in general. Obviously, it's going to be catered a little bit more towards veteran students and you know, maybe family members of veterans and whatnot. But, you know, there's a part two where like we want more than just veterans to be involved with this because a huge part of the transition is getting used to interacting and, you know, being around like normal civilians, like folks who don't share the same experience as we have, you know, and it, it'd be cool to kind of have a variety of people because as a population, you know, the demographic of veterans is so diverse and it's so vast. Like we come in all different shapes, sizes, colors, and everything. Like literally there, <laughs> anything you could think of, like in, anybody could be a veteran and you, you wouldn't even know, you know? And it's like having such a diverse population, fuck. You want to start over about yeah. how you all come in different shapes? Yeah, that's, that's I didn't good. expect that to pop It's up. over there. Yeah. Oh, God, I have so much cleaning up to do. No, you're this. good. I'm going to do oh, that no. later, though. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Um, Start off with... <laughs> yeah, so so we, we, we're we such a diverse demographic, like... Wait, start over again, because okay. I coughed through it. No, you're good. Go, go, go. Okay. Oh, we, we're such a diverse demographic, because as veterans, like, we're everything. You know, there, there's no discrimination there b between anyone. Like, there's people of all different kinds of sexual orientations and gender identities and ethnic and, and cultural backgrounds. And it's really like, it's the most diverse group of people I've ever seen or been a part of. And, you know, stereotypically, it's a bunch of just straight white guys, you know, but that that's not the case when you actually get in the military. And if you ask anybody in the military, you'd, you'd be surprised. Like there's a ton of diversity inside of the military and it's really cool getting to see and 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 bond with and, and make, you know, connections that last a lifetime with, with people from all over the world and then getting to go to different places and, you know, experience different cultures and, and different ways of life with these different people. Like it's, it's really cool. But anyway, yeah, we're, we're super diverse population, so... It's cool to be able to, to connect, you know. Yeah, any parting words or thoughts for our listeners? No, I mean, I'm really happy that you guys wanted to, you know, do a story about this because it's, it's really cool. And, you know, I really hope that we can help some folks. And, you know, it's, it's neat. Definitely, you know, stay tuned, veteran students, because we got some cool stuff coming up. And I can give you my email if you want to link it in here. If anybody wants to help with mm -hmm. anything, with writing, with all of this stuff, you know, you can feel free to email me or if you're a veteran student and you're looking to find some other veteran students and whatnot, you know, definitely shoot me an email. We're trying to plan uh, a trip with Outdoor Pursuits for veteran students to go out and everybody's invited, you know, not just veteran students, but we're trying to get some veteran students together as well to go out and do something. You know, we haven't really with COVID and everything, we've all been cooped up for so long and it 
it'd be really cool to go, you know, do something outdoor. A lot of us have a lot of experience outdoors with being in the military, you know, and it's kind of cool to be able to go and it'd be neat to go do something like that. So, you know, stay tuned. We'll probably put up some flyers or posters when we get all that figured yeah. out. Yeah, I will link your email down below. So anybody who goes on the website and listens, they can go to the description and get your email. So if they want to talk to you about it, about whether it's a non-veteran wanting to help out or other veterans who just want to connect with each other, I'll make sure to get that done. So thank you so much for talking yeah. to me. It was Anytime. very, very interesting. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Also, if anybody has any questions about anything, or feel free to reach out to me, but also Justin Lee. It's a really good point of contact for veteran students because he's uh, he works here at the school and, and this is kind of his bread and butter. So I will sure definitely to... put his email in yeah, the description definitely. too. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you to Jazz and Jeff for having this conversation and sharing it with us. And thank you to all of our Pacific Index listeners and readers out there. Keep an eye on our website and Instagram for our next episode featuring writer Kyla Wilson. Until next time.